The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, just as I have been over the course of the last 12 years, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate in northern Nevada. We help you by bringing the experts into our studios so that you can hear what they have to say before you go out there and try it on your own. Real estate can be very successful for your life and for your business. However, it can also be a big challenge if you buy at the right price at the wrong time, the wrong property. I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can go, but the way to be sure that you're making the right decision is to talk to our investors. And today we have two great guests that are going to be joining us in the studio. Don Rickabaugh will be with us, and she is known as the Note Queen because she helps people put private financing together if you're buying or selling a home. And it can really be the best of both worlds because by not including a bank in the transaction, both sides can maybe get more of what they really want in the home buying and home selling process. Don Rickabaugh will be joining us later on the show. Also with us today, I have a guest from my local networking group, BNI, and her name is Amanda Bowman, and she is with Size. And as you're out about looking for homes, you know, you might have to go upstairs and downstairs. You might have to go visit different properties, walk around the backyard. It's a lot of exercise. You want to be in great shape. And jazzercise is one way to do that. But we're also going to talk with Amanda about her business and about the importance of networking. Because if you're in the real estate business, you've got to keep the chatter going up. You've got to talk to people, new people as often as you can. Because opportunities might be just around the corner, but if you don't network, you don't let people know what you do, you're never going to get that sale. We have that plus information about the statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and some tips to keep the scammers and schemers out of your life. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm pleased to be with you today along with my in-studio guests so that you can help uh, yourself, help your family, make better decisions when it comes to buying real estate. With me in the studio today, I have two lovely ladies as our guests. First of all, Don Rickabaugh is with us, and Don is the note queen. She's been on our show before, but she specializes in financing kind of a, of a different color because there's no bank involved with the note queen's work. Welcome to our show, Don. Thank you so much, Peter. It's always a pleasure to be here. And yeah, I just think that uh, the more mom and pops learn to do deals with each other and become the bank on their own property, uh, in certain situations, it can create a much better solution for everyone um, all around. So that's what I'm passionate about and what I do day in and day out. I never use a bank to buy or sell property, almost never. They must not uh, be a, a big fan of, I, you of, know what? of the Node Queen because they hardly see you. 
You know, I think uh, they're doing fine because if they lose money, they get a uh, they get bailout. So I yeah. think they're doing all right. I you think know, I'm so not too. worried about the banks. I think so too. I think that you've got a great thing going for buyers and sellers. Uh, it's it's just a great way to put it together if you don't want to go through or for whatever reason you're not able to get past their lines of uh, proprietary information that you need to provide to them and the lines of compliance issues that they need to go through. Uh, a lot of little nuances that can keep a lot of people out of the home buying process. But with a private note, uh, there you can really negotiate. So we're going to talk more with you about how those notes are structured and how they can be a benefit to our buyers and sellers. Also with us, Amanda Bowman. And Amanda is with Size. Welcome to our show, Amanda. Good morning, Peter. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here and share a little bit about what we do at Summit Size. We have a great fitness program and really we're um, very enthusiastic about making sure that our community is healthy and fit. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, marketing and the social environment, that is one of the key elements about Jazzercise that we're a little different with. We have a social community. And so it's a great place to be able to not just share your fitness goals, but your life experiences and have people to really be in the same place as you are, help you find what you need. We have a great networking program within our people that join us and they feel comfortable and they're always looking to meet new friends, new businesses, new places that they can experience throughout Reno. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just about being healthy and fit, but being able to be part of the community and be with people who enjoy the same opportunities that you do and help you to grow in every element of your life. So we enjoy that. We, we love sharing that and excited to be here with you to talk about it this morning. Well, I'm glad you're here because I hear a lot on the TV, on the radio, and the stuff in the print all the time about health care and about all the issues about health care. And from my perspective, all of the issues that are related to politics and Affordable Care Act, health care, if you will. They're not really so much about health care in my position. I think it's more about medical care and about drug care because it seems like so many people are dependent on doctors and on medicines and on therapies and all kind. I mean, I wonder how much productivity is lost in the U.S. because people are so busy going to and coming from the doctor's offices, waiting inside the doctor's offices. I mean, my gosh, people spend a good part of their life those that need a lot of medical attention, when perhaps healthcare could be like maintaining your health and it could be like staying fit, physically fit, so that you're less burdened on society and you can enjoy life better. That's what I like about your company, Jazzercise, because you're encouraging people to stay healthy and maybe not visit the doctor so often, not have to take drugs, uh, do it naturally. I couldn't agree with you more. As a matter of fact, we oftentimes hear people say, you wouldn't believe what I've been able to eliminate as far as healthcare services go by just coming in and being active, just moving. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be fabulous if every day we just got up and we felt amazing and we felt like a million bucks without having to take a variety of drugs and vitamins are important, but why all the prescriptions and the money that we put out of pocket for that? Or like you said, to see specialists. Yeah. If you can cut back on that and really be able to enjoy life to the fullest because you're healthy and comfortable and fit, that's what's important. And then you have more in your pocket to do with what you want. Yeah, like maybe invest in real estate. <laughs> exactly. Have a home that you love and a family that you're able to treat and take places to and not spend all your time on health care. I'm talking with Amanda Bowman, and she is with Jazzercise in northern Nevada. She's the owner. I mean, so many people in the medical profession don't look like they're in the medical profession because they're so out of shape. 
You, on the other hand, Amanda Bowman from Jazzercise, you look like you work at Jazzercise. Well, you know, Peter, I work very hard to be my personal best, but that's the other element about this program is it's all about being comfortable in your own skin. And while we encourage, obviously, the healthier you are, the more you're going to avoid seeing doctors, the more you're going to avoid prescription medications. But you're, you're absolutely right. You have to represent what you bring to the table and people are going to feel more comfortable with you if you know your stuff so when you show up to a doctor or a nurse that's not overly healthy you kind of go i don't know if i want you to treat me the same with your banker if they don't seem knowledgeable about finances you're probably not going to want your money in their hands and I feel the same about your health yeah. if you show up and i don't look like i can offer you um the right goodies to get you where you want to be, I feel like you're going to be uncomfortable in my hands. And that's certainly what I want to avoid. I want people to trust in my ability to get their health needs in control and be able to take control of their life and be their personal best. So we're also talking about networking and going to a physical fitness program or belonging to a gym, I think are great ways to network. Um, we have the note queen with us, Don Rickabot. Don, what do you think about networking and mixing business together so that you can get more traction and enjoy life better. Yeah, you know, the people in, in my world, uh, it's very common to hear them say, you can measure your net worth by your network, the people that you hang out with. Mm -hmm. You should never be the smartest person in the room. You should always be growing and pushing. And, you know, network is everything. Any business is really about serving people. It's about people, right? We all mm -hmm. have our different passions and things that we do, but obviously you're a walking advertisement for what you do, so congratulations on that. Peter, I hate to tell you, but you're not gonna find me in the doctor's office because I take my own healthcare into my own hands. I, you know, the only reason I'm ever gonna be is if the, uh, in the ER is if I'm in an accident or, you know, hurt, hurt myself on the ski slopes or, mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Because um, really, that's the most important thing is to take charge of not only your health and from my perspective, your own retirement dollars mm -hmm. and your own financial well-being. I don't count on the government to be there to take care of me. And so I think people should also take care of their own health as well. You know, I have to tell you, ladies, I spent a fair amount of time in the ER. It was just a few months ago. I was in the ER probably for, oh, about three, almost four hours. The good news is... I was there because I took a friend who needed to go to the ER, and I got a chance to see it from a different perspective. You know, I've been in the ER before. It was many years ago. I had a kidney stone, and when a kidney stone hits you, you just you have no idea that it's coming. But once it's all over, you realize I haven't been taking care of myself. I haven't been drinking enough water, yada, yada. I'll never do that again. And I happened to be with a friend about four months ago, and he got hit with a kidney stone. He didn't know what it was. He thought he was dying like I did the very first time. <laughs> but I said, relax, hold on. I'll take you to the ER. I know the routine. I even know which door to go into, right, because it was like eight years ago when I got hit with one. But it's interesting to see that perspective because it's a very inconvenient process. And so trust me, if you want to avoid a lot of inconvenience in your life, a lot of hassle, and the bill, it was a huge bill afterwards, even after insurance because the deductible was so high. I mean, you absolutely got to take care of yourself one way or the other. And why not introduce this to your networking routine, right? You've got to do business. We all want to meet people. We all want to hang, be around the kind of people that we want to hang around with. And, and it all comes together. You, you do become somewhat like the company that you keep. So keeping company with somebody who's focused on physical fitness and financial fitness, 
I live right where I am right now, right between Don Rickabaugh, the Note Queen, and Amanda Bowman from Jazzercise. What could be better? Nothing. Nothing. I'm not sure there's anything that could be better. (laughs) Hey, we're going to talk about investments because this is what the show's about. It's talk about investing in real estate and how you do it with good networking and good structuring of the financing. We're going to talk to these ladies right after this break from our sponsors. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. I'm helping people make great decisions when it comes to buying or selling real estate. We're going to talk about the note queen and how getting private notes is a good way to perhaps close a transaction. We're also going to continue our conversation with Amanda Bowman from Jazzercise so that we can learn the importance of networking to find the right people to connect with in your life and in your business so that you can get the best out of, out of everything that you want to do. But I want to talk about a problem that I'm having, and that is that this studio – used to be hot, hot, hot until today. Today is the day that we installed SunTech solar screening. Yes, once we put the solar screening up, the sun no longer beats all of its intensity into my window here and right into the studio no more. It's nice and cool in here. I think that we probably are saving maybe 40 to 50% of our cooling costs, maybe more, in the studio than what we had previously because SunTech solar screens block 90% of the sunlight coming in. You can still look out, but people from the outside can't look in. So you've got that added layer of privacy. SunTech solar screens too are really the best decision I made in my home because now the carpet's not wearing out so fast. It doesn't get bleached out. The furniture seems to be oh, a lot more comfortable when I sit in it because it hasn't been cooked all day long for that sunshine coming into the window. I could go on and on. There's so many reasons to consider it, but you've got to find out more. SunTech Solar Screening puts the fun back in the sun because they're always making shade. Ask Daryl about a free estimate, and you can reach him at 775-224-5093. Tell him Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I have Don Rickabaugh, and Don is the note queen. Hope you're doing well today, Don. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Peter. I'm looking forward to talking to you about some of the deals that you've been successfully uh, able to put together with private notes. And with us in the studio today, we have from Jazzercise, Amanda Bowman. And Amanda, I would bet you've done some real estate transactions in your past, too. Do you own investment property or a primary residence? 
Yes, thank you, Peter. We actually purchased a beautiful home when we moved to Reno, Nevada. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we've had it about four years, and we love it. It's a beautiful property out in the Mogul area. I love Mogul. It's a beautiful area out there. So we are very fortunate to be in that neck of the woods and have enjoyed our experience here so far. Whether you're a skier or not, you can always brag about being a skier if you live in Mogul, right? Everybody thinks you're a skier. That's right. Well, snowboarding. Uh, you know, I don't know about those skis, but, you know, get more squats in there, more fitness if you're snowboarding. So, yeah, you do. And we're just right over the hill from being at uh, any one of those amazing ski slope areas. Northwest Reno, you're real close to that. That's a very popular area. A lot of people are moving to the Somerset area. And Verdi's beautiful. I, I really love the community. There's so much so much coolness there, you know. It's just so close, and yet when you're there, you really feel like you're just in a little tiny town out in the middle of nowhere. Well, that's what's really been amazing is we looked everywhere in Reno when we were looking for a home, and that's really what drew us to that area is that while we have the wonderful downtown life of Reno and being able to experience all that out there where we are, we just feel like we have this beautiful comfort, kind of cozy, quiet area where we can bike and hike and really enjoy the outdoors Mm -hmm. and be surrounded by beautiful homes and, of course, beautiful mountains out in that area as well. Oh, totally. It's one of my favorite places. I love all of northern Nevada, and it's no wonder that more and more people are looking at northern Nevada as a place that they want to live in. However, a lot of people, they don't want to deal with the banks or they can't deal with the banks because of a a situation that they might have had in their personal life. It may be from a spouse. There's so many things that you have to go through when you're looking to get institutional financing that it's always nice to have a good option. And the Note Queen is really one of the best options. In fact, you might even be the first option to look at when it comes to financing if you're in certain categories of buyer or seller. So, Don, let our listeners know, let us know, what are the best kinds of people, the best kind of clients that you work with that really have need for your services? Well, thanks, Peter. People usually can remember an anecdote or a story better. So, like, I'll just give you a quick example of a buyer who has... 30% down, okay, that's a really nice solid down payment, but they're self-employed and they don't have the seasoning in Nevada. They were in business in California, but their Nevada entity didn't have enough seasoning, so they could not get a loan. So they were falling apart at the last minute. And I was able to work with all the pieces, uh, you know, the seller, the buyer, the agents involved, anybody's attorney or CPA that needed to be involved. And me just being able to pull the puppet strings, I was able to help the buyer buy, the seller sell. Mm -hmm. The agents got paid and everyone's super happy. That person is going to be able to refinance and get their own loan at some point, probably another couple of years Mm -hmm. will be easy. And in the meantime, the seller got to walk away with all their equity and the buyer didn't have to pay an arm and a leg for hard money. We were able to work out one version of an owner carry scenario and in that case it was phenomenal other people you know they they don't want to carry so when i buy a property i either buy it with cash or i buy it with terms when i when we came to nevada we rented a property that was great for us and we found out that we wanted to buy it and we talked to our landlord Uh, he was tired of being a landlord and we decided we didn't want to be renters anymore and so we got our landlord to become our lender Mm -hmm. so instead of me going having to pay all cash for the property and tie up a lot of liquid capital Mm -hmm. i gave him a big juicy down payment and then i paid him every month like i would pay most people pay a bank right? right but i paid the owner of the property so he became the bank. He went from uh, landlord to lender 
And he actually, by doing that, not only the you know, $90,000 I, I put as a down payment, but that gave him probably, I want to say double, almost double the positive cash flow because he didn't have taxes, insurance, maintenance, or property management, right? Mm-hmm. So he was able to put several more hundred dollars in his pocket a month by becoming the bank on property that he already owned. And it was it was perfect for all of us. And of course, he didn't have to even pay commissions. He didn't have to fix up the property. We took it as is. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's another fabulous example of just what can happen when when mom and pop people know how to put a deal together that balances risk and reward fairly between the parties. You know, Don, I used to be a mortgage lender many years ago, and I remember in the early days of my mortgage lending career that the institutional banks were okay if the seller of a property uh, was carrying a part of the note, carrying a second, for instance, and the, the bank would do the mortgage on the first. So in some cases, a borrower could buy a home with no money down this way. They would get an 80% loan from the bank, and then the seller would carry the other 20% or maybe 15% with a 5% 10, 10, down, 80, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. But yeah. the banks were always cool with that. They said, okay, well, we'll carry the main mortgage. We know you got a little second uh, private note there. And I think it was more common to hear about seller own, seller financing, seller carry back 10, 15 years ago than it is today because – it was about 10 years ago that the banks decided, no, no, we're not going to do any loans if there's a seller financing part of the deal involved. You mean any junior financing because they're yeah. very protective of that debt to right. income. They right. want to make sure that you're financially able to handle their payment. Mm-hmm. Right. And they want to make, the banks want to make sure that uh, home buyers get skin in the game along with many other uh, items that they need on their long list. You know, you need two years of taxes. You need two years on the job. You need job stability. You might need some cash uh, assets, maybe some reserves afterwards. And, 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 you know, the list goes on and on. And there's so many things. Sometimes I think that banks are in the mortgage prevention business because they do everything they can to make it difficult for people to get a mortgage. Now, the good news is that the people that are getting bank financing today, institutional financing, I guarantee you, they are in good financial shape. No one is getting a, an exotic loan or a liar's loan where they may not be able to repay that mortgage. By today's standards in 2017, the banks are making sure that everybody truly can afford to pay those mortgages. But by the same token, somebody might be able to do all of that. It's just that they recently moved to Nevada from California, let's say as short, it could be as little as 20 miles they moved. They're in the same business, but now that they're in a new state, the banks might say, you have to wait two more years to make sure you're going to be exactly. able to make it in Nevada because business is a lot different when you get to Reno and you've been living in Verdi all your life. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's right next door. But those are the kinds of situations yeah. that can create big problems for financing. So private financing, that's kind of a resurrection of uh, the old ways of doing business in a way. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of history. You wouldn't know it now. There's not a ton of awareness, unfortunately. But I would say if you look across the United States, there is a lot of owner carry paper being created, meaning the owner of the property carries back a note Mm -hmm. for the buyer. There's a lot in Texas, Florida, California, actually. Uh, You wouldn't necessarily believe that. Oregon, Washington, um, and then a smattering in other places. But, um, you know, 
I'm, I'm looking right now and I'm just pulling some records and there I, I just pulled a record of a thousand people that carried paper on property here in just northwestern Nevada uh-huh. just in the counties that surround Carson City and Reno, Washoe and uh, so it's happening all the time it's a great way to buy and sell property it's not for everyone um, there's no you know all I'm saying is if people become more aware of these tools and these options um, they can have more ways to put a deal together right. that, that's actually very positive. So, I'm talking with the note queen, Don Rickaba. She's in the studio with us talking about private financing. Also with us is Amanda Bowman from Jazzercise. When we come back from this break, I want to ask you, Don, about what uh, benefit somebody would get if they were a seller of a home and they had somebody come to them and say, hey, would you do private financing? I'll let you answer that question when we come back. But first, let's hear what Sherry Hill has to say about real estate investing in northern Nevada and all across the country. Sherry Hill is the Wealth Protection Diva. As mentioned last week, for a 1031 exchange to be valid, the IRS takes the 45-day and 180-day requirements very seriously. The 45-day identification period seems more like a requirement designed to annoy than to actually accomplish any useful purpose. Many people are hesitant to engage in 1031 exchanges knowing they have only 45 days to locate and identify replacement property, especially when you're in a hot real estate market and inventory is scarce. However, in practice, it usually takes time to sell the relinquished property and more time still to complete the escrow process. Presuming you are diligent in trying to locate your replacement property, in practice, there is usually much more time than just the 45 days available. For example, if it takes 30 days to sell your relinquished property and another 45 days to close the escrow, you really have 120 days to identify the replacement property, 30 days to sell plus 45 days of escrow plus 45 days allowed by the Internal Revenue Code. Of course, you can negotiate a longer escrow period or negotiate a contingency in the sale agreement that makes the closing contingent on your ability to locate a suitable replacement property. I strongly suggest you work with real estate agents who are trained in 1031 exchanges because these types of contingencies introduce a sometimes unacceptable degree of uncertainty into the transaction. It's critical that you as the investor, along with your real estate agent, qualified intermediary, tax and legal counsel, be knowledgeable in the exchange rules and procedures. Next week, I'll jump into how to identify your replacement property. You're tuned into 1450 AM and 94.1 FM. Lotus Broadcast Stations here in Northern Nevada, and you're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm enjoying my conversation every week, talking with people about real estate and real estate for professionals. One of our regular sponsors and attendees that usually comes to our show was not able to make it today, so she asked me if I might be able to communicate a few messages about her business, Sage International, to our listeners. Sherry Hill, she's the Wealth Protection Diva, and she is just doing some great things for business owners and real estate investment owners. You see, she has taught thousands of business owners and investors about how to properly structure their business and personal assets so that your growth can be safely protected against hard things like uh, lawsuits 
and uh, frivolous transactions that can create more trouble and cost than they're worth. Sherry can help you structure your real estate transactions and holdings appropriately for you so you get maximum benefit and protection. I suggest you call her. The number, 800-254-5779. Sherry Hill from Sage International, and tell her Peter sent you. We're talking about real estate and real estate professionals today. Specifically, we're talking about private notes with Don Rickabaugh. Don is the note queen. Hope you're enjoying being on our show today, Don. And Amanda Bowman is with us. She is the owner and a member of Jazzercise here in northern Nevada. Hope you're enjoying being here too, Amanda. I am, Peter. Thank you for having me. I only have one complaint. I just want to oh. know if, since Dawn is the note queen, can I be the fitness queen this morning? Fitness I think you should. <laughs> I think you should. Write that, I, down. that would be perfect. Okay. I would, I, that'd make my day, really. Well, I am between royalty today. Don't I feel special? Yeah, that's good. Fitness queen, because you know the importance of staying fit physically. And it sounds to me like you know the importance of staying fit financially, too. You're a homeowner. We Can are. Come to you. Oh, yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I put as much pride in my physical fitness as we do in our financial fitness. We have three younger children. Uh, we want to be sure that we can live a life that will provide for them, but also leave them in good hands and um, healthy in not just their well-being and overall general health, but in financial state where they can choose to go to college or, you know, make it out there on their own as they grow up. And it's important to be able to share those lessons with them overall, not just about staying fit and healthy and being able to do what you want and play outside, but yeah. when you grow up, be able to own your own home and yeah. have your own business if you want to. So we take it very personally and, and it's very important to us. Seems to me they have a great example of you being an entrepreneur. You know, I would say that, you know, all of my kids, they're more like artist entrepreneurs. None of them took the, like, we're going to go to four years, six years of college. And I'm really happy because they're not going to graduate with 50, 100, 200,000 dollars you know hamstringing them but they are learning to be entrepreneurs and I think that's a fantastic um, example it's show. a it's a great opportunity you know I'm, I'm kind of like you if my children so choose to go that route wonderful but I love the idea of them being able to go out there and do whatever their heart desires you know I want them to be able to explore and there's no reason you should be held back from being able to achieve your goals and you know I think that sometimes our passions are not necessarily to sit behind a desk with books and spend thousands of dollars and come out with trillions of dollars in school loans and debt that we have to pay off by a job that may not even get us there mm -hmm. when we can really take um, control of our life and enjoy what we do and and be happy and you know financially fit with our own op opportunities we've created yeah I think a lot of people perhaps got into high student debt because there was never really a question or a thought about Am I going to be able to pay this debt back when I get my degree and when I go into the workplace? Because some jobs just don't pay enough. And, I mean, why get yourself into that kind of debt if you know that you're not going to be pay able to pay it down the road? You, you can enjoy life or you can struggle through life. And I, I'm much like you ladies. I would rather enjoy life by looking ahead and making sure I'm taking the right turns and going on the right paths and know that I'm going to be comfortable down the road tomorrow and beyond. So a little investigation, a little analysis of your future before you pull those triggers is important. Today we're talking about private notes and I think that's a great thing for all of us to know about because a private note doesn't just have to be on real estate, it can really be on anything. 
It's essentially giving somebody time to pay you for whatever they take from you, whether you're selling to them a car, a home, an animal. I mean, if I don't need all the money right now and I'm asking X, just pay me this much over the course of time and we'll call it good. And that's really essentially a private note. But when it comes to real estate, of course, you have more paperwork and there's more legal documents. But, Don, isn't it pretty much the same way as we're talking about? It's a pretty basic thing. Yeah, it's basically uh, like property on installment sale or the the layaway, the layaway plan, you know. But with a regular note and deed of trust, of course, the buyer, it's a normal sale that you'll have title, escrow, and all the normal things. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll get on title. It's just that the person that you owe the money to actually has a heartbeat it's not a huge institution yeah you know exactly who's getting that money yeah and you know what i love having a heartbeat on both sides of a transaction because if when times get tough we all know that you know things go in cycles two people can usually work out a deal together whereas a lot of people got caught you know when things went upside down last time around and then you're trying to you're trying to get a big institution to respond to you and customize a solution for you it can be a really really frustrating situation Uh, but usually two people that are reasonable and fair-minded can work out a lot of problems I've had a lot of people that are paying me on on property uh, that they've bought and they're paying me. I'm the bank on it. And, you know, they have life happen. They they lose a job. They're down for two weeks. They got another job. But, hey, they're behind a month. What am I going to do? Just, you know, keep grinding them to the ground? No. We can make something fair. You know, they're, we're communicating. We're working something out. And so what I love to do is just teach people and be involved directly in, you have to have a certain skill set, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to have a very good balance. There can't be too much risk on any one side. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. If something's imbalanced, it, it will cost the individuals and the system as a whole. That's why I think bank financing is great for the people who can get it. And I'm not saying everyone should do only what I do, but I think there has been an imbalance created when we're when the only thing that people look to for financing and to yes, we can put this deal together is whether the bank says yes or not. I think that's an imbalance. And what do you what do you think? Well I actually I I have to say that I bought my business two years ago and while everything has worked out for me having used the bank, I really wish I had known about the the note queen two years ago because it would have been amazing to know that there's somebody that you can find that confidence in and helping you create a deal where you feel secure and the purchase or the seller feels secure. Mm-hmm. And while I went another route, it's like, boy, I wish I would have known this in hindsight because you could really save yourself and have some greater opportunities by maybe working this way. And in the situation I was in, it would have been ideal. I mean, the owner and- You could have uh, put 35% down. They would have carried the note for you. They'd have made more money. You would have saved yourself the- Exactly. And and both parties were totally willing and able to do that. Mm-hmm. We just weren't aware right. we would have that opportunity. So I really find it very beneficial information because I think it can- you know, really, it be. just opens up more ways to solve problems. You know, to put yeah. deals together. I think the people that really need to know about it mostly are the sellers because if a seller knows about it, they could maybe perhaps offer as an option a private note to the buyer. And also, if a seller is aware of how notes work, if somebody comes to them and says, "Would you take a private note?" then they'll know how to respond because I think if typically if people don't know about it, the first thing they say is no because they don't know about it, right? They're not going to take a private note. They don't even know how those things work. When in fact, they could be losing a lot. So from the perspective of sellers, Don, what are some of the best benefits for sellers 
of real estate to consider when they're looking at private notes versus getting all cash from somebody's loan. Going back to a story, so this is a duplex, so I'm acquiring property either for buy and hold um, or rarely to flip. I don't do much flipping. I really kind of a, either I, when I buy a property, I either sell it to a nice family so that they can have a home and the ones that are left out of the banking underwriting process, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's either selling it to a home or I'm keeping it as a rental and uh, actually doing Airbnb type short-term rentals yeah. and that kind of a thing. But uh, for instance, so this, this guy responds to a mailing that I sent out and he goes, uh, I've got a duplex. I've had it for 11 years. I'm sick of it. One side, I haven't even rented it out for, for three years. It's been vacant for three years. I, I'd rather ride my motorcycle. I'm done being a landlord and dealing with all of this. And, uh, and so we got together and we agreed on a price and I was able to come up on the price because he would offer me terms. Mm -hmm. But he says, you know, I've, I've paid on a lot of notes, but I've never been the bank and receiving the notes. I'm not so sure about this. Like, well, I want you to go talk to your Go talk to your attorney, your CPA, whatever, do your consulting. This is a real bona fide, legitimate way to do a business transaction. Mm -hmm. And I said, by the way, Ron, tell me, you know, you have other investments, surely. You're just not in the rental business. Right. I go, well, tell me, what's the best investment that you have right now in your portfolio? And he thought a minute and he says, well, I'm pay getting paid 4% on, on an annuity. And uh, that's my best investment. And I said, well, Ron. How about I paid you 4% on a mortgage note secured by this property that you already know, and if I, I'll put down 50%, I'll put you know a big amount of money, so you know that if I don't pay you, you're gonna get this property back, and you already know it, you're already comfortable with it, and he goes, actually, that sounds really good. I can mm -hmm. make 4%, and I go, yeah, I'll pay you 4%, mm -hmm. and it's, it's doing as good or better than most of the rest of his investment portfolio, yeah. and he gets to also defer the capital gain, sure. right? So mm -hmm. he, he gets to pay the IRS their capital gains in installments as he receives the principal a little bit at a time. Right, and his tax basis will probably change as his age changes, as his other well, parts of his personal life change. Yeah, well, his tax basis wouldn't change, but um, it's just that he has to pay less of the money he receives to the government. Got it. So, Got it. And, you know, that just means if you keep more money in your pocket earning 4%, mm -hmm. instead mm -hmm. of writing, you know, writing that extra 10, 20, 30,000 out to the IRS, what if mm -hmm. that 10, 20, 30 was still at work in the property at 4%. That's yeah. really better. It's, it makes for a, a – he can take more motorcycle rides. Yeah, well, it sounds, too, <laughs> like you can actually – in many cases, or in some cases, get a better price for your property if you sell it with a private note because you're you're really selling the term of it as well. And, and right. these terms are excellent because, one, you don't need to go see a bank. You can come to see us directly and you'll get it done directly. And I think it's a great option for sellers to know about. And I think the smartest sellers of real estate need to know about private notes. So you're the person to talk to, Don Rickabaugh. Yep. Just need to understand the option. It may not be for you, but why not understand all of your options and put them all on the table and evaluate very intelligently. A lot of the people that I know, uh, you know, they've they've built up a small portfolio of rentals and later in life, they turn that into paper. They turn their real property into paper assets and so that they can have more income, hassle-free income, and just, you know, be able to retire in comfort. That all sounds good to me, Don Rickabaugh, the Note Queen. What is the best way to reach in case anybody wants to have more conversation with you? Well, 
please visit me at notequeen.com and uh, you can uh, avail yourself of all sorts of uh, information there. I also have a podcast uh, called on iTunes, the Owner Financing and Note Investing Podcast with Don Rickabaugh. Very nice. And we'll put all of your contact information on our website too, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way we'll make it easy for people to find you and hopefully you'll come back to visit with us again soon. It would be a pleasure. Thank you. Also, Amanda Bowman has been with us. Amanda Bowman is the owner of Jazzercise in Northern Nevada. Hope you've enjoyed being here too, Amanda. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Peter. Thank you for having me today. I've enjoyed talking and learning about Dawn's program as well and just being a part of what we do and offer in our community and sharing, enjoying everything that Reno has to offer and would love to visit more with Dawn about all of those endeavors. And real estate's always something that, you know, I look at as well. Another property, another location for Jazzercise. Absolutely, yes. And rentals. So, like I said, it all really does connect uh networking it's super important in everything we do on a daily basis you bet it is i'm, I'm really glad i'm here because looking at you makes <laughs> me remind me that i need to get back on my workout program <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you and me both that's what i thought about too you know what makes working out great though is if you can work out and set up a few notes while you're doing <laughs> it you know what i mean and everybody is happy then so i think so too Well, we'll hopefully see you again on our show real soon, too. Absolutely. Thank you again, Peter. Coming up next, Randy Thompson is going to be joining us. Randy is a public relations specialist in government and politics. It's going to be a lot of fun talking with Randy. We're going to talk to these ladies right after this break from our sponsors. Suntech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. Suntech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. Suntech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. Suntech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Equal housing lender. Today in the studio, I'm talking to two wonderful guests. Sherry Hill is the CEO of Sage International and Randy Thompson, political strategist and lobbyist here in northern Nevada. 
spending a lot of time at the state capitol during the legislative sessions and we just wrapped up the 2017 session has it really been two years since you've been at the state capitol randy or are you there more often i'm generally just there during the sessions they do have interim committees uh, well they do into regulations which is something that we probably need to be monitoring more because boy if you can't pass it through legislation you do it through regulation so mm-hmm. uh but no i'm generally just down there every other year uh-huh. um, you live here goodness. you live in, in, I live reno? in reno yeah. yes and uh so when there is not a legislative session i mean certainly there are people that are preparing for the next session coming up so our next session now is going to be in 2019 is now the time when people have bills that they want to introduce are they starting to work on them already or actually talked to a client today that we're going to set up a meeting probably in september we're going to wait at least through the summer mm-hmm. but we had an issue with a bill that just couldn't get written right so i'm going to reach out to a couple of legislators and ask them to set up a meeting with our legislative council bureau and we're going to start writing bills right away mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing is at least the first uh, deadline for legislation will be december of 2018 so you will have a few months to look at bills we'll start right away mm-hmm. Yeah. And now is the time to kind of look at what did we get fixed? I talked to a guy that makes mead today. Hey, yes. And I talked about you. I said, I have I know some beekeepers. (laughs) And he asked me if the me if the winery bill that I just worked on, if it relates to mead. So I he says, well, is there any chance to fix this? I said in two years. So let's start talking now about do we need to fix this bill for mead? So, yeah, just today I had two conversations on legislation that won't happen for two years. But you got to start planning and you need to talk to legislators to reserve uh, a bill because even though they only get five, which is, you know, four too many, there's always somebody coming in and saying, can I get this fix? And even a little fix, like adding mead into wineries, takes a bill. That's a bill. Wow. So that's kind of the challenge. Now, I was able to do the winery bill, This uh, get an amendment to the winery bill attached to 431. So I just came in and offered an amendment. So there's always that a- aspect too. But the really the ideal thing is you get out there early, you talk to a legislator, you reserve a bill draft called a bill draft request or a BDR, and you start working on these issues well in advance. You know, some people aren't going to be back in the legislative yep. session, so there's going to be elections. And so the work really is begins now, starting to educate potentially people who are going to be running for the legislature, those that are leaving kind of thing. For her, it's full time. Yeah. But when I'm not <laughs> lobbying at the legislature, I do a lot of legislative work for Congress. So mm-hmm. I'll do advocacy work. We call it PR or advocacy, mm-hmm. where I get someone to write Congressman Amade or Senator Heller and, and say, hey, this is important to me. Because a lot of people, we talk about being active, but most of us don't really like send that letter to a senator or that email. And they really do matter. If you look at the legislative website, they actually have an opinion page. And you can go on and see the number of people that have posted their vote yes or no on a bill. Mm-hmm. So advocacy really does matter. Legislators well, really do listen to us and we I, need to be active. I have to tell you though, two years ago when we were talking about the whole raising in the state fees, I wrote to every single one, both Senate and Assembly, and I heard back from four. So the gang of 62, I heard from four. Well, that was a little disheartening. It is. Yep. So when we talk about getting engaged and getting involved, there are those of us who do it, but then you're like, are these people listening? Are they, what are they doing? So Well, curious. I will say one of the clients I worked with, I actually worked with the Firearms, uh, Nevada Firearms Association. And on one bill, we, we had people send 800 emails. So it's hard to respond to all 800 people. But believe me, they knew. I mean, I t- the chairman of the Judiciary Committee goes, Randy, I got your message. I heard from your people. So that is the challenge is you get people that are overly active, which is great. It's still, but they, but they read 
them and they will tally how many yeses and how many noes. They will do a count. So it does matter. You might not hear back from them. Um, but I just sent Senator Dennis from Las Vegas a note yesterday and I heard back from him. Of course, it's out of session now. It's a little right. easier. Um, but now is a great time. And all of their legis- all their emails are online at the legislative site. Um, it's just their first and last name and then the, you know, the symbol at. and then. But it's very simple to contact your legislators. And they really do read those emails. They get overwhelmed sometimes, I know, but yeah. they do. Our guest today, Randy Thompson, she's a lobbyist and a political strategist here in northern Nevada for many, many years, has a great background and very easy to communicate with you, Randy. I re- really enjoy talking with you. Um, so it seems like there are so many bills and only so many assemblymen and so many uh, in the Senate that they really can't read them all. I've always wondered, are certain legislators, certain assembly people just focused on a few issues and then if they get bills coming in their direction that they don't know about, they just kind of ignore them or vote no so that they won't have to be responsible for any changes? How do they? What's the process? How do they go through that with so many things coming out of them? I'll say every legislator I've dealt with, and I've dealt with most legislators, they read our bills. They read the bills. They look at them. Whether they're interested in them or not, they get engaged. And you can't help but it when you're at a hearing to be listening to the testimony, to be listening and reading the bills. So mm-hmm. I'm impressed with with Democrats and Republicans alike. They really are very conscientious down there. Mm-hmm. And whether I agree with them or not, they are reading the bills. They are getting engaged. Um, during the uh, the last few weeks, there was just this pile I saw on one legislator's desk of amendments. Amendments come in ye- on yellow pieces of paper. And there were probably, I'm going to guess, about 200 bills with amendments. And I remember talking to one attache, and she said, Randy, if it weren't for lobbyists, we would not know what to do. Because you guys come in and say, okay, because I'm only tracking maybe five or six bills. But Mrs. Tolls is tracking all 1,200. I come in and I say, okay, this bill will do this. This bill will do that. And most lobbyists are going to come in and give you both sides. This bill would do X and X. Since, you know, this is this is the unintended consequence of this is why I want you to vote no. Mm-hmm. But this is why this is being put. We have to be subject matter experts. We really do. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to explain very quickly what this bill will do to a legislator. And they're going to say, okay, I either agree or I disagree. But I would say most Nevada legislators are very conscientious and they are really looking. They, they definitely have their own interests. I know Mrs. Tolls, Jill Tolls, who was a, fir- a freshman this year, her big issue was sex trafficking and dealing with some of those issues but she was articulate and aware of every bill that I had her in in a committee she was tracking them all and she Mm -hmm. was you know so she was reading and I know it takes a lot of work they don't get a lot of sleep in those 120 days Um, so I really admire what they're doing and I appreciate what they're doing I don't get don't always agree but I appreciate and admire their work Randy as a lobbyist I presume that you work for companies or, or organizations they get together and say, hey, there's an issue for our special interest group. Let's say it's beekeepers, right? And they all, so we contact you and we need some legislation passed on. Because you want to make mead wine. Yes. You might yeah. want to make mead wine or, or bee wine or something like that. But do you ever work for just individuals? Do just individuals call and say, you know, I, I really need to make sure that this bill passes for my own reasons or 
uh, whatever the reason might be, but could it be that small, just one person you work for? Yeah, I actually was hired by 1-800-CONTACTS this session, which is just one company. It's a big company, but it was just one company was concerned about one bill. Mm -hmm. um, I worked with the Balanced Budget Amendment Task Force, which is an organization, uh, but they were tracking just one bill. They wanted it to die. It's very often, uh, I work for NFIB, National Federation of Independent Business. We have about 2,000 small business members across the state. Mm -hmm. And every now and then I'll hear from one member that says, can you work this issue for me. And of course I will, because if it's going to impact any business, I want to help. Yeah. Um, but, but generally, yeah, I'll do one company or I'll do a organization. Do you do public relations work for nonprofit organizations? Mm -hmm. I do. I used to, I did a lot of work for the Humane Society years ago. Uh, you make a wish foundation. Uh, I actually was the uh, executive director of Nevada gifted and talented back in the 2007, I think legislature, mm -hmm. uh, and actually worked to, uh, pro bono to create a grant writing position that the governor, even governor Gwynn back then didn't know that there was no grant writer for, for education at the state. Mm -hmm. And there's millions of dollars and actually probably billions of dollars in grants available available to states, but we had no grant writer for the state of Nevada. So I worked with then Senator Barbara Sagaski, who's now our Secretary of State, mm -hmm. to get a bill introduced that helped, that created the position of a grant writer for the state of Nevada to do, go out and do educational outreach um, and, and get grants for gifted and talented education as well as special education. So I'll do, I've done work like that in the past as well. Very nice. I have to tell you again, we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, you're a columnist for the Reno Gazette Journal. And I read your articles. It's always fascinating to hear that, uh, you know, that you're keeping the, a pulse on the community. This last time, I think you were talking about diabetes I and, <laughs> and uh, how even animals can get diabetes. I mean, you, uh, I, can, I can tell that you just care for northern Nevada and you care for the people of northern Nevada. When I hear you focusing on things like diabetes and how it impacts people, humans as well. You write about things besides politics, obviously. Well, I love it when people send me ideas. I had a woman that emailed me um, worried about the fluoridation bill that was at uh, the legislature, which fortunately died um, because it was voted upon by the people at one point and they didn't want fluoridation in their water in Washoe County. Mm -hmm. I'll get, I get inspiration from my readers. Um, and actually, it's funny, now I'm getting several emails from Dr. Greenwald, who does diabetes research in Reno, uh, sending me some more information. It's, so I love to see what, what, what interests people. Um, I got a I got a note actually from Dennis uh, from the N N Reno News Review, Dennis Myers, that he just lost his cat uh, last month, and they think it may have been diabetes. So it's it's always interesting to see what kind of feedback I get from from uh, my readers, and I do try to even if they disagree with me. There's one guy in Reno that just doesn't like me, but he writes me and he says, you know, every now and then I'll agree with you. So I like that. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, and even if you disagree with me, that's fine. I mean, I've had some of my very dear friends call me and say, I can't believe that you wrote like this because, uh, you know, but uh, it's an interesting, I've, I've enjoyed doing it. I, you know, I do get paid by the Gazette, not a lot, but I get paid to get to do this. And every now and then I just say, the money's just not worth it. The time's just not worth it. Because I will spend hours on these articles doing research on diabetes or, or, or Medicaid. That was another issue that I talked about recently. So, mm -hmm. but I, but it's, I'm learning so much and I keep, I like to be abreast of what's happening in our community. I believe that you do not have to be on the government payroll to be a public service and the work that you do it really informs all of us and you're not paid for that part of it and I really appreciate what you do well Randy. I just want people to get involved because it is our government and we need to remind people that it is our government yes in case anybody wants to reach you direct we're gonna put all of your contact information on our website Thank you. 
NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. And I hope you'll come back and talk to us again because it's always delightful to chat with you and you know so much about what's happening at the capital city. Oh, let's then thank goodness they've gone home. So we're <laughs> safe for another another 18 months. Yeah. yeah. And, and go back to my favorite restaurant. <laughs> oh, Adele's or Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, we love yes. Adele's. There's so many good restaurants. Oh, the Basil and Garibaldi's and yeah, and I mean, Sassafras Cowboy is Cafe, one. which is down in Minden. I really like that yeah. one too. Oh, there's so. some great restaurants down yeah. in Carson. Sure, it wasn't great having Randy on the show. Yes, today. it was. As you can see, I was very quiet because I was totally interested in what she was saying. <laughs> so. No, that's not normal, but uh, <laughs> I, I know I, it's I good. That. But she is fantastic. So <laughs> uh, you have great insight for our listeners too, Sherry Hill. We always are looking at the bills that are going through the state. The legislature and I know you stay up on anything that has to do with real estate because you work with so many real estate investors it's nice to have somebody that can explain a few things for us about what's happened and what's maybe going to happen again at the next legislature but uh, you offer great insight great questions for our listeners and feedback as well and I want to thank you for joining us today too thank you for having me Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva if you are a real estate investor or an entrepreneur you have a business you want to start a business you want to improve your business Sherry Hill is the person to talk to. I've got all your contact information on our website, too, Sherry. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in, too. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station, so tell your friends to tune in, too. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Equal housing lender.